Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Hey. Hey, good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Andy. Do we have Charlemagne in yet? Nope. Nope, not yet. All right. Well, it's Tuesday. Happy All Tuesday. right. It's a Tuesday. Shout to Charlemagne. He's on the road right now. He's uh trying to get people to vote and and I think he's in South Carolina. I think he did something for Kamala Harris uh, last night. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think he is on the road and I think he is uh Riding with Harris and Biden to make sure people get out there and vote. All right. All right. Now, um, I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, I've been holiday shopping. I, I should say holiday Already? Yeah, Halloween shopping, you I should are say. On point. Now for Halloween. Uh looking for costumes. You know, I got five kids, so you know, finding costumes. Oh, I thought you everybody. were talking about when you said holiday shopping, I thought you meant for Christmas. Yeah, but that too. So I'm, I'm explaining to you. So holiday, you know, Halloween shopping, all the Halloween stores have been packed. And I don't know where people are partying at because really I'm just buying the kids costumes for school. They got to go, you know, dress up for school. But I really don't know why. Like when I say packed, it is packed out there. Like people are having parties. I've been getting invitations and I'm not going anywhere. I'm really nervous. I'm really scared. Like Corona has been spiking and I'd rather be safe than sorry myself. Yeah. I don't know about you, you but I'd rather be safe than sorry. I don't know if you're going to You know, Halloween's never been a big holiday for me like that, so. Really? I had no, yeah, I don't really never do anything on Halloween. No, oh, okay. And also, what I, yeah, I was saying, yeah, I started holiday shopping as well. I was talking to the FedEx guy. He, he delivered a package, and he was like, just do me, me one favor. And he was like, uh, tell Angela Yee and yourself. <laughs> this is exactly what he said. He said, tell Angela Yee and yourself. He says, if you uh, are holiday shopping, start now. He said yeah, the amount of people. Packages. He said the amount of people that are ordering this year is through the roof. He said we, our company had to order five new trucks just for this area. So he said get holiday shopping. He said a lot of people are going to be shopping and not going to get their packages to January. He said they're going to. It's going to be. It's going to be insane. So he said start shopping now if you want things by Christmas. He said people are going to be upset. They're going to be so sad. They're not going to get their packages and their gifts. So he said whatever you do. He said if it's for the kids. He said order it now. If not, you're not going to get it to January. Yeah, I saw an article about that last week when they were saying that if you are doing any type of holiday shopping, you have to get started ASAP. So, yeah, prepare. You know, I yeah. always wait to the last minute, so this Me is too. the time to prepare. Or Me give too. Money. Yeah, well, my kids don't want the money. They want, they want stuff from Santa, but I'm with you. I usually wait to the last minute, but this year I got to start this week just so I got everything already so I ain't got to worry about it. I ain't got to be, I don't want no headaches. I just want the kids' stuff. All right. Well, we got a big show for you today. Big Lotto will be joining us. Mulatto, she'll be Mulatto. here. <laughs> and I like also her. 85 South Show. Now, you know who that is. DC Young Fly, <laughs> Chico Bean, and Carlos Miller. They'll be joining us. They're hosting the BET Awards. And shout to BET. BET Hip Hop me Awards tonight. BET Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, they sent me a nice box, a nice package, uh, which included John, a, John a Sean Twetsu. John Twetsu, uh, Hypnotic. I didn't even know Hypnotic was still around, but they sent me some Hypnotic. And uh, some T-shirts, a USB, so it's pretty dope. So shout out to BET, all right? Mm -hmm. Now let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about 
Uh, I mean, look, over 62 million people have early voted already. I feel like every single day we are going to be talking about these elections and Donald Trump and Biden and all of that. So just expect that. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning, Charlemagne. You there now, right? Yeah. What's happening? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what? I'm too loud? Put it down a little. What? Yes. Hold on. Distorted and loud. Goodness uh, gracious. Hold on one second. Let me figure this out, guys. Okay. You were fine before. Turn the volume down. I'm doing. I'm fine now. You, have you seen Ooh. me? I was up like 20 pounds. Yeah, but thank you, you, you look Can like you hear me now? now? Better now, drum? No. no. Yes. All right. Uh, yup. All right. Well, let's get in some front page yep, news. Yup. We shouldn't be audio testing on the air. <laughs> now, Monday Night Football. The Los Angeles Rams beat the Bears 24-10. to And tonight, the Dodgers take on the Rays at 8 p.m. Game 6 of the World Series. What else we got, Yee? Well, Jared Kushner, who is the White House uh, senior advisor, he was on Fox News, and he said some things about black Americans and their desire for success. And here's what he said. Thing we've seen in a lot of the, the 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 black community, which is mostly Democrat, is that President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about. But he can't want them to be successful more than they want to be successful. And what you're seeing throughout the country now is a groundswell of support in the black community because they're realizing that all the different bad things that the media and the Democrats have said about President Trump uh, are not true. Huh. So in other words. Black people just don't want to be successful, and that's why there's in whatever situation they're in. Which he sounds crazy. To, he wants them. Yeah, it sounded ridiculous to place the blame of all of the obstacles that we have to face all the time on us because and, we don't want to be they, successful. Uh, well, that's what white America has been doing for years. I mean, that's what that's what systemic racism teaches you. They teach you that it's it's your fault. They, that's why I always say, in order to get us out of these situations, they have to systemically put things in place to get us out because they systemically put things in place to put us in. And that's what I was having a big problem with, that whole tax thing that they were saying was 62%. And that's why I was having a problem with all these corporations that are not taxed and they tax us. And it doesn't matter how much money you make, they tax us. There's no way that we could possibly catch up. And if we do, it might take us 5,000 years. We are so far behind and they continue to hurt us. Like when you look at companies like Amazon and there's no tax breaks. And then you look at a company like, let's say, any black business, where they're taxing the ish out of you. Like, that's, there's, there's no way we could possibly catch up financially and own our own and be a competitor when you continue to do it. Well, Jared Kushner also had some things to say about Black Lives Matter. There's been a lot of discussion about the issues that were needed in the black community for the last uh, years, but particularly it intensified after the George Floyd situation. And, uh, you know, you saw a lot of people who were just virtue signaling. They'd go on Instagram and cry, or they would, you know, put a slogan on their jersey or write something <laughs> on a basketball court. And quite frankly, that was doing more to polarize the country than it was to bring people forward. Uh, interesting. Listen, here's the thing. They are who we know they are. The Trump administration, they are who we know they are. The question is, will America continue to let them be? It's just that simple. They are who we know they are. The question is, will America continue to let them be? We'll find out next week. Well, lower your voice. Just let me lower your uh, thing just a little more. Okay. All right. I'm not even talking. Well, that is, that is your front page news. You just was it's so still loud? Yes. It's still loud? Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Feels like I'm a kid and I got home late after my curfew and you're yelling at me and telling me to go upstairs in my room and go to sleep. I don't, I don't knock it off. You're exaggerating. I'm not. Let me see. What, what about now? Say Drum. some more. Yo, 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 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, yeah, 4, 3, 2, 1. By the way, this is what, a little more what? Sounds like Turn it down a little bit. 
What about now? What about now, that. Drum? There you go. Yeah. Yep. Why you ask Drum? Good now? Ask me. We hear you. Because you're not the bar cop. That's not your job. Listen, first of all, no, 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 no. Let's not do it. sounds terrible. There we go. Well, it's live radio, guys. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this good morning envy good morning angela good morning good morning rick what's up man Peace, King. good morning to the hall of fame radio uh 105.1 breakfast club i want to talk about jared christian's statement right okay mm-hmm. this is how white america has seen us for years right Krishna is talking from an entitled position. He never had to work for anything, never had right. to struggle for anything. But if you want to give him some kind of justification, they're always going to look at it like if you, if Black America really wants to be successful, why can't we unite? Why can't we come together under a common accord to make sure we are successful? If we are, if we want to be successful, why are we are going to put another white man in his in his seventies in power? To change our situation, we got to right. that's all. That's the only. That's the only option that's we got running. right that's now. Yeah. Who, who else you want to put? It isn't. It really. It really isn't the only oh option we got. They, they tell you it's the only viable option. I mean, there right. is a lot of different options on the ticket, but they tell you that's the only viable option. So, so the, the options, and I'm not even talking from a a a, 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 um, a presidential standpoint. I'm talking from a local standpoint. Our local standpoint is where we need to make the most contributions. I'm talking in our own neighborhoods, our own. Uh, uh, our own uh, um, districts, our own schools, that's where we can make the most difference. And I think a lot of times, we, you know, because we're uh, we're uninformed, that's where we jump to all the time is the presidential elections. we got to think about the local stuff. we got to think about just the schools. Think about if you're, if you're sending your kids to the right school and you're participating in your, in your kids' education and teaching them the right things, then, then we could start more change that way than starting at the top. Because Kushner is always going to have this entitled uh, position because he... Is already he already got what he got, you know what I'm saying? And and, and we we still working for what we got. So, Envy, uh, I know you do a lot of things for the community, Charlemagne. I know you do a lot of things for the community. We got to continually do things for our schools, our kids. We got to start from the ground level up and make everything work. Cause this, this, no, you you're right. No, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in South Carolina right now because yesterday my man Jamie Harrison, he's running for the South Carolina U.S. Senate. He had a, a, a rally yesterday, and it was, uh, I hosted it, and my man Common performed. So, no, I absolutely agree with you. It does start at a local Char- level. Char- Charlemagne, I, I, yes, I, I, got, I, got a little song, I got a little song for this, for this new election, right? I was okay. in my own neighborhood. I, I live in Canarsie, and I, I saw a lot of people this weekend come out and vote, and I was really proud to see all these people online. So mm-hmm. I want y'all to sing with me real fast. You can sing with me. It I don't goes, know the words. I don't, yeah, I we like, don't know the words, bro. Said I like to know if you got your vote on. Said I like to know if I'm not doing okay. all that. Okay. Got your vote on. No, you have a good no, morning, man. No, just show up to vote on November third, because I keep telling y'all the Trump administration already showed y'all who they are. The question is. Will America let them continue to be? All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad 
or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? King Book from Milwaukee. Good morning, good morning. What's up, brother? King Get Book. it up your chest. You say King Book? Uh, I got pulled over in East Troy heading south. Um, I did a picture that went viral over the weekend. I would like to think of myself as the most controversial black man in Milwaukee, Wisconsin right now. I got oh, a lot God. going on. I went through a breakup and it went public. Everybody wondering who I, who I am and where I come from. They ain't know everybody wondering nothing. This is in your head, You're in your social right. media feed. And it's because I listen to you every day, Uncle Charlotte. So that's why. And I could be what I do. I'm always willing to admit that. You, I listen to you every day for eight years. That's what you and, did. And he makes you feel famous and the, the most wanted person in Milwaukee or Wisconsin? Yeah, yep, okay. because I'm a loner and I go, I go to work and I listen to podcasts. All right, well, have a good morning. Why you hang up on the man? That's all you wanted to say? Jesus Christ, you don't sound like the most famous person anywhere. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Monique from Georgia. Hey, Monique from Georgia. Get it off your chest. So I was listening to your conversation yesterday about your webinar and about buying and um, owning property. And I just wanted to say, I, this is my first time going through the process. I'm a first time homebuyer. And they make the process so hard for us. Like... Mm -hmm. They really do. I'm not going to lie. And even even like Charlamagne was saying, you know, like you were saying, you know, they have grants and things out there. But I feel like my loan company just didn't even want to bother with the paperwork. They were just like, oh, no, you're not eligible. And so, yeah, you know, a you lot know, of people are dealing with mom, that now. A lot of people yeah, are dealing with that now, and I think that's because so many people are trying to fill out loans and trying to buy houses that they're overwhelmed. Right. But a lot of people are calling me, telling me that they got to go through hell. They got to send all this paperwork and go through things. But yes. there's a lot of there's a lot of banks out there that are helping people and not doing it that hard. If you go and st just stay on the line for a little bit, I I'll send you some information to some people that I know that do loans and will make the the, okay. you know, the transition a little but easier for you. I wanted to you. say I agree with Charlemagne when you when they were like, um, so even five to six k, like I have to put six k down, and I'm a single mom. That's a lot of money that you know you have to put out, and you don't necessarily have you know saved. But um, and I'm like literally very close to the closing process. Like this, the last mm -hmm. part is just wiring the funds to the lawyer's office. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, lose, you know, the opportunity just because, you know, they make it so hard for you. Then they want to know where the funds are coming from. Yep. And, if it's a gift know, and how long it's been a gift and how much it is. Yeah, I've been through it. Exactly, exactly. So I, I would, don't know if you all mind if I put my cash up out there. Um, it would kind of help me a little bit with this process. Sure, guys. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> okay, it's uh, the dollar sign Monique Mack. Three five. That's M O N I Q U E Mac three five. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something. I love you too. I'm gonna throw something in there. Make sure you write that down. I'm gonna throw something in there for you. And good luck, Monique. Thank and you know what I? And I, when I bought my first house, all that information. And when I bought my first house, I had to borrow from my mama. I had to borrow from my wife's mama. I had to borrow from friends. And it was a hassle because they wanted to know where the money came from. And then you you're trying to explain, well, I had to borrow it for the down payment. It's, it's just a hassle. But once you get in that house and you start establishing equity and you realize that you're paying less in, in owning something than actually renting it, it feels so much better. And then if you got kids, like you said you do, you know you have something where you're going to leave them when you pass away that you're not leaving them with debt. You're leaving them with some type of asset. And that, that it makes it all worth it, mama. <laughs> Envy is so crazy. Envy say, if you got kids like you say you do. No, no, she, she does. Like, not because I, I think you have kids, but then she said she was a single mom. I said, like, she says she does. Or 
Well, good luck, mama. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way here. Yes, and let's talk about this Richard Pryor movie. We'll tell you who is going to be directing it. And he's a first-time director, so that's a dope one that he's going to uh, get his hands on first. All right. Well, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Tickle me, Elmo. What? <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. What did you say? What are you doing? <laughs> Anyway, I don't know what you're get, talking about. You hear things. <laughs> let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Richard Pryor. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, this Richard Pryor movie has been talked about for quite some time. If you guys remember, there were talks about Mike Epps playing Richard Pryor. It was all kinds of things happening. Well, now this movie has landed at MGM. They did win a film rights auction, and they're partnering with Kenya Barris, the creator of Blackish, mm -hmm. uh, for that movie. And Kenya Barris will actually make his directorial debut on that film that he also will write. I think Kenya's going to do a great job. And the reason I think Kenya's going to do a great job is because he understands the uh, the essence of Richard Pryor. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, he's, a, he's old enough to ha have seen you know, and, and feel what Richard really meant to the culture. So I think he's going to do a great job. Yeah, I mean, everybody's been trying to get this movie done. Have y'all ever seen JoJo Dancer? I haven't, no. No, I don't think so. Is Mike Epps still going to be playing Richard Pryor? We don't, I don't know yet. We just know that, has that to much happen. information. Mike Epps mm -hmm. has to play Richard Pryor. That He has to be Richard Pryor. All right, now, Beanie Man has been hospitalized, so our prayers are with Beanie Man. He was at his mother's funeral, and he collapsed. So there's a video that's been circulating of that. His mother suffered a stroke back in July. She was hospitalized, and then she, her health took a turn in September. She was only 63 years old when she passed away, so our condolences to Beanie Man. Our prayers are with you. Drop on the clues, Bonds. Shout out to Beanie Man. Man. That's his mom. Like, what yeah. you just, that's yeah. mama. You watching mama in the casket. You at mama funeral. Yeah, you're going to feel a way. I, I, I don't, I, I feel his pain. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, let's talk about Cam Newton and the way that he dresses. A lot of people have comments on that. And Jeff Garcia, in particular, was slamming the way that Cam Newton dresses. Here's what he said. You go into this game, two touchdowns, four interceptions. You throw, what, three more interceptions? You get yanked in the second half. There's nothing good going your way. Why are you dressing like that to bring more attention to yourself? I'd be trying to ask the equipment managers, put me in your jock sock cart and sneak me in the back door and I'll show up on the field and do Wait, the best that I can. Jeff. That's crazy. Why does, he, why does he care about Cam Newton's wardrobe so much? That's crazy. <laughs> Jeff Garcia is a former quarterback, and he's an analyst for NBC Sports Bay Area. Now, how do you think Cam Newton responded to this? To, uh, to the white man, he probably bowed down to him, knowing Cam. Probably agreed with him. Probably sent him some well, clothes. Asked, what do he do? He was asked about this on the Greg Hill Show. Here's what he said. Hey, you know what's crazy? I agree with him. And oh, the fact that, you know, he's a former player, you know, he has every right to say that, but that's another no, opinionated theory. And it's it's fair to say. So, I mean, I know I come off to so many different people so many different ways, and, and that's fine. And, and he's, he, you know what, he's exactly right. 
But no, he's not right, I'm man. Not no, he's not right. What's wrong with you, Cam? Wear what the f you want to wear. There's, f that man. There's, there's nothing fair about what he said. Cam Newton can, if Cam Newton wants to get fly, oh whatever. If he wants to get fly when he wins, he can get fly when he wins. If he wants to get fly when he loses, he can get fly when he loses. Like who is Jeff Garcia to tell him you should dress a certain way when you lose and you should dress a certain way when you I'm win? With you. What the hell is wrong? Now with Cam you? Newton also Cam. said, I do certain things because of the culture I'm from and where I'm from. I don't know where Jeff is from, and I don't want to harp on it too long. But let's just say he's right why is he right why the white man right why cam got why cam always think the white man right why is jeff white jeff has nothing right about what jeff said come on that's just an opinion all right let's talk about lisa ray mccoy now lisa ray is potentially open open to going on a date with meek mill now she was talking about uh you know she launched an OnlyFans page i saw everybody was talking about that and meek mill had posted do they have vip prices on a site that had posted that she launched an OnlyFans page, and here's how Lisa Ray responded. Lisa Ray, I saw Meek Mill responded to your OnlyFans announcement. Hell! Do they I have VIP prices? He wants you? He sees you? He, he ain't want you. <laughs> 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 I tell him I'm here, and uh, tell him to come through. My birthday's in He can through. pull through with the vault mm. any day. Okay. Wow. <laughs> 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 what she said. Would you, would you go on a date with Meek Mill, Lisa Ray? How old is me? He's in his mid-30s. Drop on the clues bombs for Meek Mill. <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Meek Mill took a shot. Looks like, it's bouncing around. Looks like it's bouncing around the rim right now. It may or may not go in. Uh, you got to follow through, though. You got to follow through, though. You got to follow I'm, through. I'm rooting for him. Lisa Ray is classic, legendary beauty. I'm rooting for you, Meek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for you, Meek. That's all I can tell you. I'm rooting for you, Keith. Uh, all right, and Jamie Foxx, you know, our condolences to him and his family. His sister, DeAndre, died. She was 36 years old. Mm. Now, he posted, my heart is shattered into a million pieces. My beautiful, loving sister, DeAndre, has transitioned. I say transitioned because she will always be alive. Anyone who knew my sis knew that she was a bright light. I mm. can't tell you how many times we've had parties at the house where she's gotten on the dance floor and stolen the show, even gave her boyfriend, Chris Brown, a run for his money. Well, I know she's in heaven now, dancing with her wings on. Though my pain is unbelievable, I smile when I think of all the great memories that she left me. Wow. Damn. Rest in peace. Condolences to Jamie Foxx's family, for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I right, also well, want the record to show um, that, you know, our, our producer, Dan, just sent me a picture of Jeff Garcia, and Jeff Garcia is just jealous of Cam Newton, because Jeff Garcia's fit is trash. Do you see this? He's got on, yeah, like, some Asher Watts jeans I with a San it. Francisco 49ers jersey. That's just jealousy. Like, you just upset that Cam knows how to throw it on, and you don't. Simple as that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about Amy Coney Barrett's Senate confirmation vote. She has been confirmed. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's DJ Envy, and for 55 years, the General Insurance has been giving people affordable auto insurance with excellent customer service. Get custom coverage that's right for you and immediate proof of insurance. Call them at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Y'all, The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. The last night in Monday Night Football, the Rams beat the Bears 24-10. And Game 6 of the World Series is tonight at 8.08, of course, the Dodgers and the Rays. Now, what else we got, Yee? Well, Amy Coney Barrett's Senate confirmation vote is in, and 
The vote was 52-48. They have voted to confirm her to the U.S. Supreme Court. They have solidified the conservative majority in the Supreme Court. So there is now a 6-3 majority. That shift could have dramatic implica implications for a lot of different issues that come across the Supreme Court. And that's why if Democrats get in the White House next week, if Biden-Harris get in the White House, they have to expand the Supreme Court. They have to, to make it fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. All right, and we have to keep on stressing this, you know, make sure that you vote. I think, when is the elections? On November 3rd. That's like a week away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a week away now. from today because today the is um, the, well, the last day that you can vote. Election day is November yep. 3rd. So you can vote early in most places and you can vote on November 3rd. That is the last opportunity. And if you have any questions when it comes to driving change, you know there's no action as powerful as casting your vote. Levi's has teamed up with Rock the Vote to get as many people as possible registered and make sure that you do vote. So text Levi's to 788-683. That's L-E-V-I-S to 788-683. That's how you can get all your election reminders and your voters' information from Rock the Vote as well. Gotcha. All right, now, tragic incident happened in Philadelphia. A man was shot and killed. Uh, this was yesterday afternoon. Police were yelling at him to drop his knife. According to his father, he did have mental health issues. They have identified the man as Walter Wallace. According to the neighbors, there is a video of this confrontation. Of course, that's always difficult to watch. There was a bystander that recorded that video, posted it on social media. You can see that officers are pointing their guns at Walter Wallace as he walked in the street and around a car. He walked toward the officers um, and they backed away from him. He had a knife according to reports, and they were telling him, put the knife down, put the knife down. And that's when both officers fired several shots at him and killed him. Rest in peace to Walter, um, Walter Wallace. This is why police officers can't respond to people with mental health issues. It has to be some other type of organization that goes in there first to assess the situation. And furthermore, all those damn cops do not have to gun a man down that's carrying a knife. There's a reason people say don't bring a knife to a gunfight. There's no way that man could have caused any harm to four police officers with guns. I'm sure there's a bunch of other things they could have did to take him down other than shoot him. Yeah, I was I was surprised they didn't nobody pulled out a taser. They didn't try to tase the young man. I mean, they seen his mother was there, so I mean, obviously they they could tell that he was having some type of mental breakdown or mental problems. I don't understand why they tased him, and even the amount of gunshots that went off. Like, did you hear? It was it like eight, no nine shots. It makes no sense. Which That's is why I hate when which you is hate. crazy. It makes to me. no sense. And there were protests happening after this. A group of residents did uh, protest Walter Wallace's death. Officers, uh, you could see the cop cars and dumpsters were set on fire as officers were trying to contain the crowd. More than a dozen officers formed a line as they were trying to chase protesters away from the main thoroughfare. Uh, yeah, very awful situation. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Well. Awful is an understatement. And yeah. you know, it's so interesting because I sit back and I... I think to myself, what do I feel about these situations? And I hate the fact that it's just so normal. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we're numb to these things all the time. I don't even know what to do at this point, to be honest with you. It just feels like we're constantly complaining about the same thing over and over. All right, and we talked about this 60 Minutes interview with Donald Trump that was cut short after he felt like the questioning was unfair from Leslie Stahl. Well, now... 
she has to have around the clock security because she is getting a death she's getting death threats and there's a death threat in particular that was made to the home of one of her immediate family members on the west coast so now the network has guards monitoring the homes of leslie Stahl and her family members and escorting them if they go out in public mm. and y'all still ain't buying no guns for next week huh <laughs> Y'all still playing around? They said around, their huh? guns are flying off the shelves right Man, now. Man, let me tell you something. I went, I went to go get something new last week, me and the wife, and there was there was nothing, nothing. Okay, <laughs> next next week is right around the corner, and trust me, these folks been prepared. Okay, but when you see, uh, you know, people willing to react like that over their president, imagine what's gonna happen if he loses. Lord have mercy. Okay. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, and if you need something, Charlemagne, you call me. I got. Um... Oh, I'm good. I'm okay. just letting y'all know that it's scarce, especially okay. in Jersey. <laughs> All right, just making sure. All right, now, when we come back, 85 South Show will be joining us Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, and DC Young Fly. We'll kick it with oh, them. Oh, you don't want to say move. Clayton Bigsby? No. No, not Clayton, Clayton Bigsby. Bigsby. Who is Clayton Bigsby? <laughs> That's Dave <was Clayton>. Chappelle's <laughs> character. That's Dave Chappelle's character. Clayton <laughs> English, right? I didn't want to say that, but Clayton anyway. English is from 85 South Show. He Clayton English isn't coming? Uh, we had to find out. We'll talk to them next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Back, back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests on the line. DC Young Fly, which I don't know where the hell he just went. Chico Bean and Carlos Miller. What up, 85 fellas? 85 South what's Show. Going on? We good. What's up with y'all? Hey. Oh, the early morning. The pandemic ain't touched their paper at all. Not at Them all. Them have been flourishing through the drop. Man, don't, don't say that. Don't, nah. It's the paper. Don't, don't put that on us out there. Like, we the only ones that ain't lost some dough. We done lost some dough in the pandemic. What? We just still progressing. Then Envy keep posting all these nice-ass whips while everybody else out here going through it. He got his right. got a million-dollar Porsche. I'm like, you know what? I got to get one. Yeah, he must be getting one of them EDD loans. And I'm just working on it. costs more than my new car. I'm scared of all them loans, man. I'm just out here hustling. I'm just out here working. That's all. I don't need it. Hey, I knew Envy had a different kind of paper when he started bringing his cars in the house. I was like, this I knew he had paper when he found the big ass house in New York. I said, nah, I be there. Oh my <laughs> hey, it's not about me, guys. It's about you. Congratulations, right. man. Y'all gonna be hosting the BT Hip Hop fing Awards, That's man. Right. Dope, dope, dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm proud of y'all, motherfuckers, man. Because y'all ain't got all of them um, sponsorships and, you know, corporate backing and all of that stuff like that. And look where y'all at. Hey, man, don't think we don't want some of that. All right. You got to watch Charlemagne, man. This put you in the trick bag quick. <laughs> he ain't already said we ain't lost no money. Now he's trying to stop us from getting some more. Like, come on, Snap. Now, how did that call happen? Who, called, who reached out to who? How did that call happen to host the BET Awards? Man, that call was so black, man. I guess BET heard that we wasn't on MTV no more, and they just hit us like, hey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also, they was reaching out, and then we also had people reaching out to them. Once they tied in all the parts and, and we got the right people on the phone, it was like, hey, guys, guess what? We like, what? You hosted the BT Award. We like, uh, who going to be there? They like, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some insight, like, with the ciphers and everything. Are y'all participating in the ciphers? No, we did. The, you know, we did the cipher last year. And, uh, oh, I, I think, yeah, I think they kind of, you know, wanted us to, you know, kind of display that 
jumping in a different bag with the hosting this year. So we didn't do any of the ciphers this year. But I think last year kind of led into, you know, them giving us a little bit more light in regards to knowing that we can flourish on that platform. So we basically just really ain't no base. We hosted the whole show. You know what I mean? And it's different this year because eyes are going, this is the first one that's, you know, not live, not take live rather. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of revolutionary in the sense that we're going to be doing it when eyes are going to be able to look at it in a different light while we central, but we still hosting an award show. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to be dope when people see what we did. Now, Carlos, do you owe Charlemagne five minutes, right? When, when we did this big press release, right? And we announced that you guys on his his network, you know, I said Chico B. First of all, first of all, DCO first of all, Fly. first of all, first of all, and they're Clinton not. English. Oh, let's be clear about something. They're not on the network. They partners. Partners with the network, okay. right? Partners with the network. Now, why don't that? Why don't they have Carlos Miller and have Clayton? It English wasn't Carlos. It was Chico. So you still Chico. You still disrespecting Chico. You need to go drink some coffee, DJ Envy. <laughs> DJ Envy, man, listen. You know what it is, Charlemagne? I'm going to tell you what it is, Charlemagne. It's when I brought up that shit at the radio station that last time we was up there with him arguing with a nigga. I told you, you make Envy, man. He's going to treat your dog for the rest of your life. I already knew what it was. I was like, that still mad I brought up that no, was it, Chico? About, about uh, it, what was, who was it? Uh, De- Deezus and Mero. Deezus and Mero. Not Deezus and Mero, nah. Not that, that one? one? It was the other one. Drama. Nah, it was uh, DJ Drama. DJ Drama. Drama. <laughs> was, like, I talk about it. That's you still mad about that. I'm man. not. We good, you like you we that's hold grudges. You your life skill thing, man. It is what it is. But nah, Ooh. man, salute to Clayton, man. Clayton is, is definitely a part of the 85 South Show. He's his own individual. He actually wrote, was, you know, the head writer on the award show. So, you know, it's all family. So okay. it's not like you said somebody who's not involved with the team, but you got to do better at reading, my No, because <laughs> even now, if that, I want you to see the prep. It says right now the 85 South Show, Chico B and DC Young Fly and Clayton English. That's what it says. That's what the prep. The prep. So now you done eliminated Los? Hey, Los. Lord have bro. mercy, Los. Whoever wrote that got this reading, goddamn. Stop playing with us, Envy. That's you. You're the only one, man. Listen, y'all, y'all mentioned it earlier. How did how did uh, the the news of Wildin' Out impact y'all? It hurt because they didn't even call us. We found out on Twitter. No, no way. I feel like we found out how Nick found out. No, man, <laughs> really. <laughs> on, on the internet, we were like, God damn. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? Can can I apologize? <laughs> like, <laughs> you mean to tell me one person get fired and y'all let two hundred people go? <laughs> but that wasn't though. It was it was really just a stepping stone. At the end of the day, don't nothing last forever. You know, now, did it hurt? Hell yeah, because I feel like, to even with my brothers, this is probably was our first core industry show. Mm-hmm. And we knew for a fact that they was going to play reruns for the next 15 to 20 years. Absolutely. And once that was taken off the air, we was like, okay, now that longevity is gone. We got to create another longevity platform. Well, y'all did me? that, though. 85 South Show. Y'all been did that. That's what I'm saying. But it's kind of like it opened up the gateway. It was just like, all right, that's off the air. What where, where, where they at now? Hey, y'all, think it's, y'all think it's over, though? Nah, I think it's going to come back. Man, listen, I hope that there's some type of beacon of hope to where it can come back the right way. But, you know, for us, it's when, when we say it's over, it's just like, you know what I mean? If Nick isn't the host, then we ain't. Even hey, thinking about going, going back over. Going on the show. Yes, it's not if they get another host, y'all not staying. If y'all get, no. they get another host. No, no, no. no. What if they ask the three of y'all to be the host? Yeah, I mean, no. that was always no. the thing. It was always, they was always saying they was grooming DC. I wanted to be like given to me from the OG. From Nick, got gotcha. you. His, 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 his. Right. 
I, it's, it's not corporate. Corporate didn't hire me. Nick hired me. You feel me? So it's like, it'd be a backstab for me to go be like, all right, corporate, what y'all want me to do? But I know how the game get. Y'all don't f with me like that. You only f with what I can bring you. Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of a family. Everybody in there is family. So it's not like a going to work situation. It's like you going to school, bro. Right. And Nick the principal. Who's going to tell us what to do? What did y'all say to the principal after his comments? Like when y'all called him personally on the phone? He was hard to find. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta, he needed a moment. Yeah, you got to sure. allow OG to breathe, man. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? To try to find himself, you feel me? Mm -hmm. and, and at the end of the day, we we still behind him. You know what I'm saying? Just as a as, as a standpoint, as a, as a friend, as a brother, we behind him because 85 South Show, we we built that chemistry from Wildin' Out. But we took a lot from it. And you know, that's why 85 South Show so crazy. And I was just saying this with my people. I was like, bro, it's the three of us, right? We bringing out 8,500 people. Like, on our own, you know, I probably go go to a show, bring out 2,000, 2,000. But I'm like, together, that's right. they're bringing out 10,000 people, man. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah, and it represents the unity and group operation black people need to have. Like, we can all get done individually, but, man, collectively, man, we can kick yeah. down the whole yeah. building. Right. I mean, but that's that's a big issue that I think we have is just, you know, being able to understand that you can trust your brother. You know, we got a, a individualistic mind state when it comes, especially in the entertainment industry, everybody want to be the man. But when you can look to your left and look to your right and you're doing it with your partners, like somebody you can't nothing with and you can progress into coming into, you know, all of the things that you dreamed of having and you can look and, and share that spotlight and share that those rewards with people that you really genuinely care about and love, it's a much better, it's much more accomplishing in my opinion than being able to do anything that you do alone. You know what I mean? Teamwork make the dream work. It's cliche as it sounds. All right, we got more with the 85 South Show, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the 85 South Show. You know, they're hosting the BET Awards, the BET Hip Hop Awards, I should say. Yee. I saw you guys with Busta Rhymes. So with the versus battle coming up, obviously y'all fans of Busta and know the lyrics, you know. <laughs> Chico, you had that on the teleprompter. Chico, Chico. that was no, very impressive. I've been doing that for years, man. Chico like, I gotta beast. understand. That was just an opportunity. You know, that's a, a perfect example of seizing the opportunity. Like, yes. I wasn't even planning on doing it, but when DC jumped it off, I was like, well, here we go. So who wins T.I.G.'s? Who y'all got? Tip, go on with Tip. Y'all playing. Yeah. I rock with Jeez. I rock with the snowman. You did. But have you been to a T.I. concert? Been to both. He don't play mixtape music. He play an hour and 45 minutes worth of hit gold platinum song. Yeah. And, it's now, very and, man. and Diddy Thank also you. asked who should he battle? Who y'all think Diddy should battle? Diddy got to battle Birdman. <laughs> I, I say they got to they got to who swindled the most money. They got to pull that off. <laughs> oh my God! Who robbed the most artists? Who robbed the most artists? <laughs> who got the worst contract? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I, I think Diddy, Diddy and Dre. I think Diddy and Birdman. Diddy and Dre. Diddy and Dre. Yeah, I think Diddy Dre, and Dre. Diddy and Dr. Dre. Diddy and Birdman. Like you can't sleep on Birdman. Birdman from the Waynes to the Nickies to the Dre. Oh, Cash Money Poppy. Fresh to Cash Money. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, the but time whoever, of whoever he was the battle, it's not about the you know them rapping. It's about the the collection of music that they've been a part of. Right. Things they had they had that. So I just think you know for the just aesthetics of it all. I think it would be Dr. Dre and Diddy would be the biggest one that could be made personally. 
Hey, Los, I thought about you this weekend, man, because I remember when you was here last time, you was talking about how you don't mind spoiling a woman. So, so, so what, what you thought about Sweetie's <laughs> statement? About, about the Birkin? Yeah, about men buying Birkin bags and paying bills. If they can't do that, send them back to the street. See, that's how you know that these people really don't have no money. You can't just walk up in the store and buy no damn Birkin. Mm. I don't even know why that was a damn conversation. I feel like y'all need to be buying some property and shit. Don't be buying I'm telling you, get them off LLC, man. Out of the three of you, who's the most likely to buy a Birkin? I think DC probably would. He the richest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bourbon Street got me Yeah, I, I'm definitely not buying no Birkin. <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> you go ahead and hey, you can send me back to the, I'm on the streets. I got my dick and my dog with me. <laughs> in the streets. I ain't on that level yet, Angie. I, I brother stay in my land. I might get an LV bag or something, you know. But okay, that's, yeah, that's, nice. that's more, we that's reasonable. Level. What are you bringing to the table that makes that justifiable? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing to make a man who has garnered enough wages to be able to go out and spend that type of money? What What is the the trade off? Ain't I mean, worth no, no thirty five. Yeah, because if it's just if it's just sex, then that's not worth anything. And and paying your bills and all that. What what comes with that? Yeah, I feel what like is this is a DJ Envy question. You should probably yeah, yeah, back to him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I'm sure D, DJ Envy probably has bought his share of Birkins in his day. Yes, but his woman and his wife has done so much to help him stay in that status to be able to push him to become a better man in order to receive those type of things and put him in a position to do those type of things. So I think that's what's left out. If you're a woman that is yeah, I'm unblock man. Chico, man. I like Chico. Let me unblock Chico no. right now, man. You're no, man. I don't even know this name. I'm just messing. I'm gonna be your friend, Envy. Listen, I already knew what it was. You never. Every time I see you out, you act like you don't know who I am. So I know. You're gonna block Chico now, man. That's messed up. Every time I see you, Charlamagne. I ain't talking about this. The last time I seen y'all at the little, you know, y'all do the the CI when the world was over, y'all did the CIAA party. Every time I see y'all at the party, Envy always got to get reintroduced to me. What's your name again? Have you ever had a woman hold you down? Like when y'all didn't have it like that and struggling, uh, maybe have you ever had a woman take care of you? No. I can't say that. I, I can't I've had a woman help me, but no. Cause when I was dead, when I'm talking about when I ain't have nothing, I ain't even have a woman. <laughs> you did what I'm saying? But at the time when That's I That's real right there, bro. And I start now, you know, in the streets, when you get a little money, once you get past 15, 20,000, you up. So I can't say that a woman was with me when I was I had nothing. Now I might have money put up and still over here staying with my sisters, but we just saving money right now. You feel me? But that don't mean a broke. I uh, I've had a woman see me trying to make it happen and stumbling and falling a couple times and say, okay, let me help you out or or you know, just look out in that regard. But I ain't never reached out and be like, look, man, you got some, you got a couple dollars. I just went, <laughs> okay, my, my mama, my mama didn't, you know what I mean? She ain't gave me nothing in years. Her thing was always, I'm responsible for what you need, not what you want. So once I got to when I, you know, was responsible for myself, I didn't been that way for a long time. So I just don't feel comfortable asking for help. Now, if you see me and you decide you want to do that, then that's cool. I'm the same way. Like, I don't give anything I, I expect back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but I ain't you know, know women who nothing. got money, they don't flex how dudes do with money. Like, you have to literally have a conversation. Yeah. And been around her, and you like, shout it is up. I didn't even know <laughs> had all these businesses. And you be like, you carry yourself like, you don't even want nobody to know. 
See, dudes be having all the cars and all that trying to show. That's corny. I had one hold me down. I had a rich one before. You did. Yeah. Love did you her? Well, did no, you, you like her or did you or were you with her just because she had my lady? She had that bag. She okay. did. Yeah, my old chick. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> ever left y'all no money on the on the um, nightstand or nothing? No, my mama did. <laughs> my mama ain't never even did that. Though. She, oh, I definitely had I that. Guess I was raised different. No, my I mama did. like. Hey, when I'm going to figure it out. I was going to school. My mama left me a dub on on dress. <laughs> hey, don't forget you on the Zoom now. Don't go take no shit or nothing now. You just got yeah. your... Yeah, what just happened? E, you see? My mama give me a dub. <laughs> now I go gamble and come back home with like 80 and get her that dub back. Uh, <laughs> Much love to all the ladies that held us down before this. Man, y'all, y'all not y'all not more picky with the women y'all choose to be with now though, because y'all 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 status is up and y'all money is up. No, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I think who you are, you know, money don't do nothing but elevate whoever you were before you got it. The access that you have to different types of women may change, right. but who you are shouldn't, what you desire shouldn't elevate because of the amount of money that you have. You know, what I mean, in my opinion, it should be. You should just be able to find better quality relationships with the women that you already have right. connections with and everything. You know, I don't think that you should just change up and start going to look for what your money should dictate you have. And you should be the person that you are, regardless of what your financial status is. So I'm still the same person that I was. If you can't hold the conversation, I don't care what you look like. You can be the baddest woman in the world. You're not going to get my brain no asthma attack. I can't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the money is just an enhancer. It's like... It's it's a different ball game if you just an ugly ass dude with some money, but if you a dude who has some juice before the bread, you right. still gonna flourish. You know, it's uh, like money, just like the makeup. It ain't gonna do nothing but make you look a little better. But right. ugly niggas, and I'm speaking from experience, they know how to have conversation. They know how to make a woman laugh. So they have other attributes other than their looks. No, I mean, communication. Just, ugly, at the end of the day, you still an ugly mother. <laughs> Well, man, you don't want to be the dude your girl posting the vacation pictures and have to put that emoji over your face. You know you ugly. You only see a hand. No, you ugly. All right, we got more with the 85 South show. That's DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the 85 South Show, guys, which is Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, and DC Young Fly. Now, DC, you've been trying to ask this question all morning long. What, what you want to know, DC? Angela Yee, how you meet your little butt friend? Right. You got to meet questions about relationships. Yeah. How you meet your little butt friend? Do people that knew him, it was like an introduction from other people that we had mutual friends? And then we don't want the media train answer. We want the real answer, Angela. It's the truth. That's really how we met. He bought you the Birkin yet? No, he didn't. You know what? You you want want to hear something crazy? No, I don't even want a Birkin. Birkin. You you, don't get it twisted. You got a bunch of cribs, a bunch of real estate, a bunch of houses. You got some. Stop telling her what you got, Envy. Stop telling her everybody's business. (laughs) You got some. (laughs) You can buy all for six. Six I'm gonna be honest, I'm like, brag for you. Know what you got going on? But you say I just never really <laughs> wanted that because I am the type of person that would rather spend that money on something else. So, like, there's been times when my man might want to buy me something, I'd be like, nah, I think that's a waste of money. I wouldn't want somebody to buy me something that I wouldn't think was worth me buying myself. You doing push-ups? So. Nah. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Oh, oh, I, I was about to say, hell no, I ain't doing no push-ups. I ain't got no <laughs> and this, and this weird on my screen because you read about Carlos. I ain't got no socks or nothing on. So now I'm just waiting for this to be over so I go lay back down. Me have a <laughs> hey, man, I'm happy I, for I want y'all. To make sure the BET Hip Hop Awards, make sure we all watch it. Who killed it in the cypher the BC, most? You did 20 push-ups and you musky already? That's a lady's beast. Why do men always use our deodorant? Y'all love our secrets. I don't deodorant. It smell better. It smell better. This it don't work true. for me. I wish I would use some lady anything. I'd be smelling like Uganda. I'd be crazy. <laughs> I done used it all. And this right here is the truth. Why? It says stay with you forever. You can sweat. You ain't going to never be mustard with this. Never. I'm talking about three, four days. We get you an endorsement with Lady Speedstick. <laughs> you heard me, three more days. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, he said, the water ring will last for three or four days. Well, thank you guys for checking in, man. We appreciate you. We look forward to seeing y'all on BET, and thank y'all, What's that, man. the night, right, BET? Yeah, y'all always trying to get rid of us, man. Y'all ain't doing nothing. So there ain't nobody with who y'all about to Zoom with. Nico, he lying. He stuttering. He said, thank y'all. I'll be looking on. I'll be looking forward. Nico, oh, <laughs> just to quote you, you said you can't wait to get off and lay back down. That's what you said. No, nah, that. I said, I'm, whenever this is over, I'm going to lay back down. <laughs> I didn't say I was ready for it to be over. Y'all ain't going to just rush us off. Y'all got, we going to add. You know, I'm a woman. I hear it how I heard it. And what I heard was, Uh-oh. I can't wait Lord to lay Jesus. back down. Angela Yee, what y'all been doing during the pandemic? Because I see all right. the alcohol behind you. Girl, you're getting wasted. Oh, this is my house. You, ooh, you got a, you got a, you got a uh, winery? I got a whole bar up here. Yeah, you're Angela Lee. Angela Yee, that about to sound like Lil Webby. Angela Lee. <laughs> Angela Yee live in one of them houses that look like that they saw murder mysteries in, like, you know, when they uh, sit at the fireplace. She got that murder mystery. It's a brownstone in Brooklyn. Like, I started my oh. own coffee company. Coffee up people. Talk your Oh, that's talk. dope right there. Solomon, man, you been keeping your skin treatments up, bro? You been going to the drama <laughs> house? Yeah, I think I'm pretty well. Right. You been orange lately. Yeah, I was just making sure, you know, that pandemic shut the office down. I didn't want you to start turning back black. <laughs> he thought he was going to go back dark skin. He was like, wait a minute, what you mean the dermatologist closed? I'm letting it go. I got the grades flourishing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, word. Yeah, welcome. I can't do all the Beijing. Envy, told, oh, Envy yeah. took all the Beijing anyway. I don't use Beijing. That's a damn lie. It, he he, he said he uses um, Just for Men, right? Just for Men? Just for Men. Envy B. I, I'm sure it does. It, work just it don't work on this, though. Feet. This right here is, is never coming back. <laughs> Who braided your hair? A, a young lady with the mightiest grip in the world. She uh, actually down here in Atlanta. Her name is Tuesday, man. So if you need your hair braided, if she can do this, then if you got a full head of hair. You really ain't got no excuse. So go holler at her. She work at Carlito's shop? You know I mean? Fabulous Tuesday. Yeah, and my, my boy Lito's shop. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is like, your growing, though, Chico? Brother, all man, I was bald in months, bro. Of course, this boy got braids. What you mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, so what you gonna do? It's what you gonna do about the front part? Nothing. Exactly. that already. The Lord did His part with the front part. I don't care though. <laughs> For me, it's just about a lot of the things that we subscribe to as coping mechanisms was taken away from us this year. So for me, once I started with the, you know, not getting a haircut, it just really showed. It gave me an opportunity to be able to show. Are you able to really look at yourself in your true essence and whatever it is and be okay with that and be comfortable with that? And most people aren't. For me, it's just like, this is what I really look like if I ain't got no maintenance or whatever. And once I went past that, now I'm about to just live out all my childhood dreams and get all the braids on the side that I want. You're not manscaping either? 
I don't need help to do that. I ain't never had to go. <laughs> that, that's not a service that I went to nobody else to get, Angela. Yeah, I'm not about to go. I didn't know you were just in your natural state. What type of, what type of <laughs> do, you, do you like it when men, no men don't do that? Ain't nobody showing up with no naked Looks like you're about to have surgery. Because <laughs> <laughs> Carlos doesn't have manscape. Angela Yee, do you like that? I, I think men should definitely shave. First of all, it benefits you because it makes your look bigger when you shave it because all that I hair is not covering the Let me tell you something. With hair or no hair? That's not this a problem. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't need that help. No I ain't never heard of about, hey, man, I got to shave my to make it look bigger. My look bigger. No. And then, my, also, if you if you expect a woman to put... Fade or fro. I would just say that's <laughs> And if you want a woman to perform oral sex on you, I think it's only polite to shave down there. Nah. What? I mean, you know, the d big enough, uh, you ain't gonna reach the pubes anyway. Yeah, the hair not on, it's not like the hair on your shaft. <laughs> the hair, loose hair be getting out and everything, and then you pulling the hair out your Listen, mouth. Hey, all you gotta Angela, do is... Yeah. <laughs> Angela, you done choked off some puke, huh? This is... <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying you can't kiss a with a bed. Alex. Oh. <laughs> that was a good point. That? That, was, like, that, was, that was a good point. You, <laughs> you want DC to agree? True. Like, why would you say that? Uh, yeah, you're saying, like, well, it's the right, same hey, logic. Charlamagne, tell him how it is. Charlamagne, don't be trying to come on over here with that. I got a little bit. Don't do me. Charlamagne just made everything awkward, man. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm proud of y'all, man. <laughs> y'all been showing the love for the last four years, man. It's always love, yeah, man. We appreciate Thank y'all, man. Appreciate y'all as always. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. All right, go lay down, guys. Go lay down now. <laughs> 85 South Show, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, Let's go. Ha. I needed some with some bobbins. I flew past it with that blunt, and my mouth watched the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show, and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. Oh, you asking for pictures with huh? What's your name? Got spots. Trying to figure which deal I'ma take. Uh -huh. I woke up, couple meal on my plate. Let's eat. I'm investing in real in the state. Uh -huh. I just went and gave my mama a hundred. Uh -huh. Probably won't hear me open my mouth. Bless you hear me talking about finding some money. Let's go. As soon as I found that, I flipped that. Flip. I'm a little bit different. They get it. They no, I'm stiff on the bitch. She dig. I'm trying to find out why baby ain't all in the mentions. Uh -huh. No, she ain't get no DM from me. Beep. This wrist it ain't free. She be throwing that Yeah, she good at it. Turn around when we fuck, make her look at it. Uh, she like, ha. I needed some shit with some bop in it. Uh, I flew past the whip with that blunt and my mouth watched the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. Okay. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. Yeah. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. Let's hot. I'm on the dots than the muff. Hey, when you gonna switch the flow? I thought you never asked. Ain't fuck with me and ain't about what the f they be rapping about. What they look scary. But to each his own. If you like it, I love it. No big, no big. That boy say he get money. Oh, really? How much they just cut you a check for a million? I'm going back to Cali like big. Go back. About to go get a pound just to smoke. I smoke. They told me to come work on my album. I'm trying to go find out the price on the boat. Okay. My little like Megan the stag and she get her with nasty. She driving the boat. Drive the boat. All this shit that they making be born. Let me something to buy while I ride with the pole. Here you go. Uh, okay. okay. I needed some shit with some bop in it. I flew past the whip with that blunt and my mouth watched the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I 
did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. I'm hot. I needed some shit with some okay, vibe in it. Go. I flew past his whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. Oh, you asking for pictures with What's your name? Got the spot. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Donald Trump. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Yes, so Donald Trump was asked whether or not he knew about the Borat movie and had seen it and what his response was to the scene with Giuliani. And according to Voice of America White House Bureau Chief Steve Herman, Donald Trump responded, I don't know what happened, but years ago, you know, he tried to scam me and I was the only one who said, no way, that's a phony guy. He said, I don't find him funny and I I don't know anything about him other than he tried to scam me. He came in as a BBC uh, British broadcasting anchor. To me, he was a creep. Thank you all. Well, Sasha Baron Cohen, a.k.a. Barrett, responded on social media. He said, Donald, I appreciate the free publicity for Barrett. I admit I don't find you funny either, but yet the whole world laughs at you. I'm always looking for people to play racist buffoons, and you'll need a job after January 20th. Let's talk. So, okay. Have y'all seen Barrett yet? No, I didn't I see the new one. I meant to watch it this weekend, but I, uh, I watched Bad Hair instead. I'm going to watch it this week, though. Oh, I watched Bad Hair also. I watched that. I watched McGraw-Ave series. These are my... Um, I got to watch that Lorenz Tate movie also. So many things. Yes, I want to check I'm that so out. I'm so behind. Huh? But between everything that's going on with taking the kids, pumpkin picking and apple picking, I, I don't have no time. All right. Now, Wendy Williams has a message for her fans. You know, she's addressing this on-air behavior. Fans are talking about concerns about her health. Uh, She was struggling to speak on Friday on that particular episode, and here's what she said. I always say I love you for watching because I really, really do. You know, I come here every day, and I try to do the best that I can for you. Um, I appreciate you watching. But it's, you know, even after all of these years, it's still work. I guess every day is not perfect, but I'm not a perfectionist. I'm, I'm not perfect. But I do appreciate you putting in the effort to watch us. And I I love entertaining you. She'll be on there stumbling and bumbling next week. I keep telling y'all uh, that production company, Dead Bar Mercury, they keep propping Wendy up, knowing Wendy has a problem. Wendy needs to go get help. What do you think it is, though? What do you think? What kind I'm of help not, do you I'm think not she not needs? Describe, is it mental? Not is it? It, it's the same things we, we've been seeing. You should call her. With her for the past couple of years. I mean, she's going through a lot. She just went through a divorce. It's mm-hmm. quarantine oh, time. She's still That's what saying. You should call her. Show her. Back on track. Help. Y'all were friends. Y'all were cool. And y'all spoke after this. Maybe you should call her. Listen, but the thug changes, love changes, best friends become strangers. Okay? I don't, I'm just telling y'all, simple oh. and plain. We all see it. Okay? And she needs to get help. Simple as that. Stop propping right, up on Tyler TV Perry. for profit. Tyler Perry is saying that it looks like he's going to be hiring some new writers and directors. He told a recent inter- in a recent interview he looks forward to allowing fresh, exciting talent to lead the ranks in writing and directing his projects and giving him a chance to take a step back. Now, his president of production and development, Michelle Sneed, said we're super excited about the young and up-and-coming filmmakers and new writers that we're working with. Tyler has solidified his place in the industry. His brand is amazing and will continue to grow that. Then on the other side, we're working on promoting, providing a platform 
platform and advocating for this new talent, both in front of and behind the camera. That's what it's all about. And by the way, Tyler Perry's been doing that, though. I mean, there's quite a few, you know, black actresses in Hollywood who, you know, have high rates now because of the fact Tyler Perry paid them those high rates in his films. You know, whether it was well, Tiffany I think Haddish, he was Roger um, P. Henson. I think part of this was a response to when he said he's the only writer for his projects. And Absolutely. he said most of the time there's 10 people, 12, whatever, they're right on these television shows. Well, I have no writer's room. Nobody writes any of my work. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, it's good to actually have other points of view. And if you're doing a show about, you know, certain people, it's good to have those people in the room. Absolutely. And Tyler Perry has the platform and the resources to do it. And he can continue to put on, you know, uh, other black creatives. So salute to Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. All right. New York Undercover. That reboot could air on NBC streaming service Peacock. Step up! Hmm? What just happened? I don't know. Go ahead. All right. So previously they had reported that Carrie Hilson, Fat Joe, MC Light have roles in this reboot. I'm not sure what's going to happen now. But it was groundbreaking. It was the first ever police drama to star two people of color, Malik Yoba and Michael DeLorenzo. They're not bringing my my guy Yoba back? They got to bring Yoba back. I didn't say they weren't. (laughs) Oh, come on. Yoba, step up. I need to see Yoba on the reboot of New York Undercover. All right. Well, I'm Angela. What network is it going to be on? I told you, Peacock. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Peacock. Okay. Yes, you did. All right. I'm Angela. And that is your rumor report. Jesus Christ. What what, what channel is Peacock on? NBC streaming service. It's It's not a channel. I mean, it's not on a channel. It's it's a streaming service. Go, Go hunting for Peacock later, okay? And tell me if you find it. All right. Well, hey I don't think I have it. All right. Charlamagne, <laughs> who are you giving your doggy to? I don't think I have it, but should I? <laughs> Anybody out there? Yes. Anybody out there have NBC Peacock? If you do, let me know if it's worth my time. Because I got enough streaming services already. All right. Who are you giving your doggy to, man? Uh, Jared Kushner, we'd like for him to step up to the front of the congregation, okay? We want to have a word with him. <laughs> All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Tuesday, October 27th at 9, 8 central on BET. Comic Trio 85 South hosts the 2020 BET Hip Hop Awards with 2 Chains, Big Sean, Burner Boy, Gucci Mane, Janae Eichel, Little Baby, City Girls, and Toby Nwigwe. Plus, music mogul Master P gets the I Am Hip Hop Award. For more information, search hashtag Hip Hop Awards. Me. 
nice. I put my heart on nice, heart on nice. Cause I can't breathe. I'ma put my heart on nice, heart on nice. Getting the best of me. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm a fatten all that shit around your eye. Man. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Tuesday, October 27th, goes to Jared Kushner. Oh, the mayonnaise is heavy on this one, ladies and gentlemen. Who is Jared Kushner? Well, other than being a human jar of helmets, he's the senior advisor to the president of the United States of America. He's also the son-in-law of our celebrity-in-chief, Donald J. Trump. Now, yesterday, Jared Kushner was letting, letting his inner voice speak out loud. Okay, uh, this is the way I'm sure Jared communicates with people in this circle. This is his worldview, how he sees us as black people, okay? The way he sees us as black people was on full display yesterday. See, Jared was speaking on Fox News, and he had some things to say about black Americans, okay? Uh, and in particular, black Americans' desire for success. Let's listen to what Jared Kushner had to say about black Americans' desire for success. Thing we've seen in a lot of the, the 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 black community, which is mostly Democrat, is that President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about. But he can't want them to be successful more than they want to be successful. He can't want them to be successful more than we want to be successful. Hmm. Uh, none of this rhetoric is new. Uh, in the book of Karen, chapter 16, verse 2, it says, Thou Negroes are not successful because thou Negroes don't want to be. Thou Negroes are lazy. I was literally just reading in Alicia Garza's book, The Purpose of Power, how former President Ronald Reagan was one of the main people pushing the belief that black Americans are lazy. Okay, that they're con artists who secure wealth only through deceit. In fact, Ronald Reagan called out a sister once named Linda Taylor uh, at a campaign rally in 1970. Ronald said she used 80 names, 30 addresses, 15 telephone numbers to collect food stamps, Social Security, veterans benefits for four non-existent deceased veteran husbands, as well as welfare. Uh, her tax-free cash income alone was 150 grand a year. That's where that whole welfare queen rhetoric that was popular in the 70s, 80s came from. Ronald Reagan helped to create that narrative that obviously still exists for black people today. See, what Ronald Reagan did was judged the whole of us by a few, which is exactly what some white folks do to black people all the time. That's why profiling exists. That's why black people have all these stereotypes, these negative stereotypes we can't shake because you have people in the highest offices in the land like Ronald Reagan and Jared Kushner pushing these kind of narratives. Oh, what Jared did is so Ronald Reagan. Okay, Ronald pushed the narrative of black people scamming the country and enjoying unearned money and rode that wave of white fear all the way to the White House. And then when he got in the White House, he had so much support for his policies because he convinced America that black people were indeed scamming folks that he was able to get support for policies like, you know, cutting public assistance. And that ruined poor black folks for generations, even right now. And that's why it really bothers me, really bothers me, really grinds my gears when I hear white people like Ronald Reagan or Jared Kushner talk about obtaining wealth through not working. <laughs> the caucasity of these white folks to try to check someone for obtaining wealth through not working. Last time that I checked, okay, my ancestors built this country for free. All right, without slavery, would the U.S. be the leading economic power that it is, Jared? And then on top of that, we were never ever compensated for slavery. No reparations, no nothing. And that from the beginning created systematic 
inequality. Okay, that structural racism helped create the black-white wealth gap. Jared Kushner, you said you read Powernomics by Dr. Claude Anderson, and now I know that's a damn lie. Talk to him, Joe Coy. Oh, God. You just, you know what, Trump? You just, never mind. My computer froze. Okay. It's not my fault. Oh, now it's not your fault. It's not your fault. That's not Joe Coy. Oh, shut up. Well, I wanted Joe Coy to, you know, say something to Jared Kushner. Man, you, you are a play liar, now? and you oh, always have <laughs> a liar. <laughs> oh, God. One day this show is going to be great. I promise you. Okay? But I know you didn't read Powernomics, Jared Kushner. There is no way you could make a statement like that if you read Powernomics. Dr. Claude Anderson breaks it down quite plain and simple. Okay, he breaks it down why black families have a fraction of the wealth of white families. And it has nothing to do with black folks being lazy. It's several factors. And I don't even have time to run through them all. But we can talk about the fact that black households have far less access to Everything, okay? Tax advantages that lead to forms of savings. Ask your father-in-law about that. Jared, we can talk about the long history this country has in regards to employment discrimination and other discriminatory practices. Jared, would you like to discuss uh, mortgage market discrimination? That's why we are less likely to be homeowners than whites, which also means we have less, less access to the savings and tax benefits that come with owning a home. What I'm trying to tell you, Jared, is that America systemically put black people in this situation. Okay, us being at the bottom economically is by design. And that's why it's going to take something systemic to get us out. Okay, getting us out of this condition has to be by design. Jared Kushner, there is no way you read Powernomics. Impossible. Blaming black folks for their economic condition in this country is like giving rich white folks credit for their economic condition in this country. We didn't do nothing to deserve to be in this position, and spoiled-ass brats like yourself have done nothing to deserve the wealth that you have. Okay? Listen, I know you didn't read Powernomics, so let me, you know, let you hear from Dr. Claude Anderson, one of my OGs, one of my elders who I love, value, and, and, and appreciate. When he was here on The Breakfast Club, he had this to say. Let's listen. Why is it expected for black wealth to drop in the future? Oh, for a certain reason, because <clears throat> increasingly, they know that you don't own anything. Wealth creates wealth. And when they talk about slavery, what blacks, black, blacks don't have any wealth was because whites captures your wealth. Labor is wealth. Labor, you can't have wealth without labor. So in the 1500s, they said, well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to all be in this race now. We're going to compete between the, the French, the Germans, the British, the, the Spaniards. We're going to go to America. We're going to compete to get the resources. They said, when you go to America, so here's what you're going to do. Practice capitalism. That means owning the land, the tools, the resources, and using someone else's labor to enrich yourselves. And since mm. black folk couldn't enrich themselves, everybody else came to the country, enriched themselves off of black folk. They took mm. your labor from you, and then everybody became rich for it. And that's why in the city, when slavery ended, the average white person had 3,500 times more wealth than blacks. Mm, 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 mm. It's just that simple. That's why I find it laughable, comical, on Dave Chappelle, Andrew Schultz levels, that any white person could talk about obtaining wealth through not working, <laughs> obtaining wealth through gaming the system. How? Obtaining wealth through criminal activities. Are you serious, Jared Kushner? You have no moral high ground to stand on in regards to that conversation. And I actually hate the fact your last name is Kushner because I want to call you Young Kush, but people actually like Kush. You, my friend, are more of a Reggie. Okay, you ain't no gas, bro, but you are a gas lighter. And that's exactly what you did with those comments yesterday because you're taking a page out of Reagan's playbook to paint the picture of black people being lazy and we don't desire success because we want to live off the government and the Democrats are going 
going to allow that and you're trying to convince your base that it's coming from their tax dollars, blah, 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 blah. Listen to me, y'all. Okay, if you have never listened to your Uncle Charlotte before, listen to me now. I am a black man raised on a dirt road in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. I have a lisp and a 12th grade education. Actually got my diploma in night school. So I am not an expert at anything. I tell y'all all the time, I am not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. But I have discernment. And my discernment is telling me everything I need to know about this Trump administration. And it's simple. They are who we know they are. The question is... Will America continue to let them be? I repeat, they are who we know they are. The question is, will America continue to let them be? Find out November 3rd on Dragon Ball Z. Please give Jared Kushner uh, the biggest hee-haw. Let uh, Kathy Griffin do it. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, Mulatto will be joining us. Big Lotto. We're going to talk to her when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Chelsea Handler. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Chelsea Handler, as you know, was upset at 50 Cent for saying that he was going to support Trump because of tax purposes. He didn't want to pay all those hefty uh, taxes if you make over $400,000. Now, Chelsea Handler is being even more vocal about what she would do in order to discourage uh, 50 Cent from encouraging people to vote for Donald Trump. Here's what she had to say on Jimmy Fallon. I had to remind him that he was a black person, so he can't vote for Donald Trump and that he shouldn't be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own personal pocketbook. So I haven't heard back from him yet, but I, I am willing to, you know, seal the deal in more ways than one if he changes his mind and publicly denounces Donald Trump. I might be willing to go for another spin, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Chelsea Handler saying she had to remind 50 Cent that he's black. I get it, but nah. Like, 50 can be, he can be black and also vote for whoever the hell he wants. We can judge him for it, but it's his right as an American citizen. It just sounds very, you ain't black Joe Biden-ish to me. Well, 50 Cent responded, another spin, F Donald Trump. I never liked him. For all I know, he had me set up and had my friend Angel Fernandez killed, but that's history, (laughs) LOL. And then he added Chelsea Handler and Jimmy Fallon. Drop on clues bombs for oh. 50 Cent. This is why you don't, like, 50 is 50. Like, you know 50 is performing. You know he's entertaining yep. 95% of the time. So it's just like, you can't even hang on to his words like that. Nope. Like, it's just but Some it's people do. Yeah, and Chelsea Handler's a comedian. So, you know, it is what it is. And she knows 50 Cent personally. They dated. So I guess she can make jokes about whatever. But it is a serious time. You know, election is a week away. The deadline for voting. All right, now uh, congratulations to Kevin Hart and Charlemagne. You guys have announced a new partnership with Audible. Mm-hmm. Listen, none of, uh, oh. yes, it's Audible. We're doing a uh, scripted content, so it's just like you know, scripted TV shows, scripted films, uh, audio scripted, audio scripted TV shows, audio scripted films, audio scripted documentaries. We've been working on this for like a year and a half. Like it took a long time to to to, to get this situation where we needed it to be. Well, congratulations. Thank and you. And Kevin Listen, Hart posted. My, been- 
He posted, been working on this for a minute with my brother, Charlemagne. We are finally here, and I'm hyped as hell about it, damn it. It's not just about what you do. It's also about the opportunities that you create for others. I can't wait for you all to get a major dose of what we have coming your way. Dope. Yes, man. None, I always say none of my businesses are for me. All my companies, from Black Effect to this vertical with Kevin, are for other black creatives and to provide opportunities for other black people. So that's what we're here for. All right, now, NBA Youngboy is being investigated for an alleged assault in Texas. According to this, uh, this man, he says that NBA Youngboy and his crew beat him up in a studio in the garage. Now, they said he arrived to the studio to work with Youngboy on October 5th. When they arrived, security told them no women were allowed in the studio. That's when his girlfriend left and things went south. According to sources, the man is saying he went into the garage at the studio and young boy and his crew pounced on him, put a bag over his head and proceeded to beat him up, kicking, punching him before pistol whipping him. This is all alleged. Mm-hmm. And according to this person, he said he caught a glimpse of young boy when the bag was removed. He said he saw a body bag in the room. And when he asked why it was there, he told officers they responded they were going to put him in it. That's when, according to this man, he said NBA young boy FaceTimed his manager and said, I got him here. And the manager said, release him because he just beat a case and didn't need more legal trouble. Ooh. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is all alleged. This is a person saying this happened. So I don't know what the real story is. That's- Right. Um, that that was actually terrifying. I I actually want to write that down for uh, some scripted content later. You beating the hell out of somebody, and then you see a body bag, and you say, "What's that for? We're gonna put you in it." Whoa! That reminds me of my dad when my dad made me dig a six feet hole, and I asked him what this was for, and he said, "That's gonna be your grave. You keep going the route you're going." Jeez. Wow. All right. Okay. I didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't dig the whole six feet. Oh, I was about to say, that's tough that's love right there. Digging the whole six feet? <laughs> yeah, Jeez, yeah, that's I, a lot I, of work. I, got, I, I might have got to about, about, I got about, to about, I say 18 inches. I'm going to put you in a shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> He's so short. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, what's it? <laughs> put you in a five foot three. <laughs> All right, now. All right. That's the Underwood, the star from Little Fires Everywhere. She's been cast as the princess of a new Disney hip hop Cinderella film, Sneakerella. You know, I love Little Fires Everywhere, and I thought she was amazing in that series. So I'm excited for her to be uh, doing that. So, congratulations. Another black princess uh, for Disney. Love it. What the hell is Sneakerella? (laughs) It's a version, an updated version. Air Force One. Yeah, so I think that'd be dope. And just so you guys know, The Breakfast Club will be featured on GMA3 this afternoon. You can see it at 1 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Uh, special thanks to TJ Holmes, Holmes for a great interview. The Breakfast Club will be on GMA3 this afternoon. Now you know, so make sure is, y'all tune in. How, how much of the interview are they going to play now? Because I think we sat down know. with TJ for at least an hour, right? It's like 45 minutes. Yeah, and then somebody, I think I, think I was told it's going to get cut to four minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's not going to be in there. Oh, wow. We have some good content. They got to put that up on YouTube or something. I thought that was a good conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. From my experience at an historically black college and university, I know that homecoming is a big deal. With the cancel this year, we decided to bring the celebration to you with HBCU Homecoming Party on the Yard. Presented by McDonald's, hosted by me. McDonald's Black and Positively Golden Movement is about empowering the next generation of black leaders through initiatives like our HBCU programs that are positively shaping communities. Watch our HBCU Homecoming Party on the Yard. Presented by McDonald's on Thursday, November 12th.
DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout out to the 85 South boys for joining us this morning. DC 85 Young South Show. Those oh, three grown men. Oh, 85 you call them 85 South, South boys. I don't know why I did that. Come on. They gonna jump why you. do you always have to butcher their names? Why do you not know. recognize Chico Bean when you see him? Chico Bean's my guy. I like Chico Bean. He's funny. I, love I like him, Chico Bean. Shout out to Carlos Miller and also shout out to DC Young Fly. Those are my guys. I like them. DC, okay. Chico, and Carlos going to jump you uh, one day when they see you. Trust me. What time did the BTA Hip Hop Awards come on tonight? Nine. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. <laughs> All right, so check out the 85 South Show hosting that tonight. And listen, I want to, um, you know, salute everybody in the 803 Columbia, South Carolina, everybody that listens to us on Hot 103.9. I was home last night at Charlie W. Johnson Stadium on the campus of Benedict College. We had a rally for my man Jamie Harrison, who was running for the South Carolina U.S. Senate seat. A lot of people showed up for Jamie last night, a lot of energy around his campaign, and it's imperative that South Carolina votes out Lindsey Graham. Old lady bug got to go. Lindsey said that segregation was the good old days. Lindsey said you can go anywhere you you want in South Carolina if you're black or an immigrant as long as you're conservative. We don't have time for that old way of thinking anymore. Lindsay is an example of the old white male leadership that has ruined this country. So please vote for Jamie Harrison. And salute to all my folks I saw last night. Dr. Rosalind Clark, the president of Benedict College. Salute to Mayor Stephen Benjamin of Columbia. Salute to my girl Mo Ivory. Salute to Jennifer Clyburn. Salute to Todd Rutherford. All my folks I saw yesterday. Oh, and super salute. Super salute to Common for pulling up and performing last night and supporting Jamie Harrison. Um, thank you, my brother. All right. And also shout to Big Lotto for joining us this morning. All right, Mulatto. Now, when we come Big back, we, we got the uh, when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. My positive note is every. It, yes, my positive note is simply this. I want everybody to, you know, have this little note to self. Uh, you can't control how other people receive your energy. Anything you do or say gets filtered through the lens of whatever personal stuff they are going through at the moment, which is not about you. Just keep doing your thing with as much integrity and love as possible. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?